Redbox Media Programming is brought to you by Jack Kane Ford. Find your next Ford Tough vehicle at KaneFord.com. Woodhill Community Center. Have a hand in the heart of the city. Support their mission with your donations at WoodhillCommunityCenter.org. Toyota on Nicholasville Superstore. Online consultants are standing by right now to help you find your next Toyota. Visit ToyotaOnNicholasville.com. Lexus of Lexington. Home of the best-selling Lexus IS. Find yours today at LexusofLexington.com. It's time for the Catholic Hipster Podcast with my dad, Tom. And our fun Sarah. I hope you like it. What up, everybody? Welcome to the Catholic Hipster Podcast, episode 22. That's the hardest part of recording a podcast is remembering what episode it is, I think. <laughs> it's so true. I'm Tommy, and across the country from me is the one and only Sarah Vabulous. Sarah, good morning. Good morning. I am uh, so excited for episode 22, and I'm also really excited that we got the number right this time. <laughs> exactly. For the, there's a first time for everything. <laughs> <laughs> totally. And today we have a super special guest at the front end of the podcast. That was your minds being blown right now. Um, we have the one and only Lisa Hendy. Guys. Oh, my gosh. I was just thinking too bad you didn't get Taylor Swift because doesn't she have like a song that's like 22. <laughs> Am I right about that? You would know. You're in L.A. You've got this. <laughs> I'll tell I'm you. I'm so happy to be with you. Congratulations. I love um, I love both of you so much, and I'm so happy to be on the podcast. Oh, Thanks. Oh, here's the if, thing. If this is how it's like, going to go, it'll be really nice. Just oh, compliments for like 10 minutes. Yeah, then. keep it going. Keep it going. Now, Lisa, how many times have you been crowned the ultimate Catholic hipster? You know what? I don't think I ever get it. I'm always like the last place person. So, yeah. <laughs> but that I, is... As many people have discussed, that is the hipster, right? Yeah, I think that's it. I'm not able to galvanize any, like, people to vote for me ever. So, but but I I just, you know, Tommy knows I'm, well, both of you know, I'm, like, a huge fan of both of you. But Tommy, um, it's just so fun to see, like, what, what all you've done with this and how awesome it is and how everybody wants to be a hipster, even old ladies like me. (laughs) <laughs> and then he's Isn't got his yo yeah he's got his side project the chimney welcome to the chimney the brand new not new anymore catholic podcast <laughs> do i sound like that that's how I, people say i sound like that i guess i don't know oh yeah this is like my interpretation and it's the best i can do <laughs> so yes <laughs> but remember remember lisa i didn't do anything on the internet or the catholic internet until i got a sweet writing gig at Catholic Mom against all odds oh, being a true being a Catholic dad. <laughs> you know, um, I had I had confidence in you, Tommy. <laughs> it was I misplaced. Knew, <laughs> I knew what you would. I knew all that you would share with us. No, it's so true that like that's actually one of my favorite things about Catholic Mom is just like seeing all the amazing people that I've gone on to do just like awesome stuff and soon you're gonna have your book and it's gonna be so great and it's just fantastic and probably the most uh commented on and talked about thing i've ever written was first published at catholic mom when i was complaining about some lady who was grumpy about kids at mass (laughs) that that was what taught me to never read the comment boxes ever on the internet that was the post that did that for me (laughs) i know it's so funny how like there are some topics that are just perennial, perennial, you know, Catholic mom is like 
16 years old now. And there's some things that are just timeless, you know, that phone technology has changed, but the plight of a two year old in the pew will never <laughs> change. So. Oh, too fun. Well, still, thank you so much for that original opportunity. I remember telling my wife and she thought that that was the most insane thing that, that I would ever be <laughs> posting stuff on that website. Did she ghostwrite for you? Did Karen ghostwrite for you? Tommy? She's definitely ghost editing the heck out of my stuff. And thank goodness that she is. That's for sure. <laughs> Meanwhile, my so, husband is like, what? You have a website? No. <laughs> is that why you're always gone? <laughs> Oh, that's too cool. So what's new with you? You moved away. We were always going to hang out when you lived in Fresno and now you're gone to bigger and better Hollywood things. No, we moved last summer to, um, to LA. My husband took a job as the chief of emergency medicine at UCLA. And so it's so fun. That's actually where he did his residency training and our son was born in the hospital here. So it's a homecoming of sorts. Um, and, uh, it's just been so amazing. So it's, it's, you know, just about six months because we moved on June 15th. So, uh, and we're still kind of settling in, but it's been such a journey and such a, it, it was, first of all, getting ready to move from a 4,000 square foot house to a little tiny apartment. And um, so <laughs> I got rid of like most of my earthly possessions. And that was actually at this phase of our life, it's just a really incredible thing to do, like very liberating. <laughs> and I still am a massive book hoarder. Like I, that's my, my, my one kind of thing is like, I have a really hard time parting with books. So I still am like, my office, if you could see me as a bunker of Catholic literature and nonfiction, but, um, now you know, you know, as being a Californian that an earthquake could just bury you in, books, I, right? <laughs> I guess that's a good way to go under a stack of Augustine and, you know, if, I, else. if I go buried under my autographed copy of the Catholic drinky, then I'm, I'm good to go. <laughs> yes, <laughs> That's a paperback though, right? It's not going to kill her. It's just a paperback. Yeah, It's just a paperback. It's, you know, and, and I hope that yours comes out in paperback too tommy so that you don't add to lisa's pain yeah. i was hoping it would come out in parchment but yeah so it's it's been great and you know one of the big things was actually finding a parish because that was actually that i didn't i felt kind of sad leaving our house but not as sad as i expected to but leaving my parish just really 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 hurt my heart and um, finding a new parish home has been, we'll say, interesting. We've done a lot of discernment and we're registered at a parish, um, but I don't know yet that it's home. It has, It's not going to be home until we actually really make it home. And, and that's actually been a big thing for me about learning kind of about sharing my faith is, you know, what a lot of people face and coming back to the church or maybe coming for the very first time, like what kind of a reception do they get when they come to church? So it's interesting. Yeah. Well, the same thing happened to us when we did the flip side move. We went from Southern California up here to the Bay Area and leaving our parish was like, I think it was like our parish and our dentist were the two things that we were most terrified about leaving. (laughs) (laughs) Those seem to be the two hardest things to find. Like, (laughs) you know, it's like we went to the dentist I went to since I was a little kid and I was like going there as a married person. And when you leave that, it's like, no, I found a good one. And it's so hard to find a dentist and the parish. I mean, when we first showed up at a new parish, up here it was like whoa we went from you know we went from like a parish that was kind of run by the norbertines at saint michael's abbey which was just epic to a parish that had no tabernacle in sight and had an altar in the middle with people on both sides and just singing all are welcome all the time 
So that was, it was hard to find a good spot to land, <laughs> but we finally uh, did. Well, I, I'm, I know um, what needs to happen, but I also know it's, it's largely dependent on my side of it. And <laughs> my schedule is just off the hook nuts. So I, I'm working it out, but it, it's taken a little while. So. It must be nice, though, being a gigantic Catholic celebrity to walk into a parish and and hopefully you have a chance to just be regular Mrs. Hendy when you walk in as opposed to like. Yeah, no, it's funny because (laughs) when 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 we finally selected our parish that we were going to register at, it was because Greg does liturgical music and that was the one place where um, we could find a spot for him to do that. So we went there and I registered and actually like requested a meeting with the pastor because, you know, and you guys know this from the work that we do. Like a lot of times when you speak, they actually ask you for a letter of good standing. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I just want to be, you know, I want my pastor to be my shepherd and what I, in the work that I do. So I basically like printed up this little resume and I went in and like took, <laughs> you know, a stack of my books in and my pastor was like, Oh, okay. Well, this is nice. Okay. We'll see you at mass. And like, (laughs) and, and like, he really had no clue. And actually that was really awesome. Um, and when I go to mass, I'm just like another person in the pew and, um, yeah, it's, it's a different experience. It's actually, um, I think that, um, it's not so much the not, you know, having them understand the work that I do, but more so, you know, you kind of organically build up a little community around you and your faith home. And, and so for me, it's like working on when it's time to give the sign of peace, like I want to be able to say, peace be with you, Tommy, or peace be with you, Sarah. And like, it's like, peace be with you, random guy that I've never seen before that might not be here next weekend. And, you know, so that's actually, and, and also, you know, this is a weird thing, but do you guys have like the normal pew that you go to, like your usual? Oh, oh yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So I keep going like, what if I'm actually like getting in somebody's normal pew and I'm I'm taking the spot? You're that one where know? she's like, who's I this know. lady? She just walked into the parish. She probably isn't even Catholic. And all of a sudden she's sitting in my pew in my spot. So, yeah. So it's, it's kind of interesting, but it's actually really fun. And it's been it's so many blessings. And for me, you know, I could spend like 24 seven, just like staring at the ocean and I'm about 15 minutes from the beach. So I, it's, oh, my it's one of the, that's one of the things I miss about living in yeah. Southern California for sure. That's for and sure. this week, I don't even want to say like how amazing the weather has been compared to everywhere else. In the country. <laughs> <laughs> We're freezing up here. So don't I say know. anything. <laughs> I <know>. Yeah. <laughs> so when you sold your home, did you sell, you, you had to sell it to like a Catholic person? Cause you have like a gigantic Mary garden walking <laughs> path in the backyard. Right. So, you know, I mean, really... I can't imagine is the realtor like, you got to get these statues out of here, lady, if we're going to sell this thing or. The trial of selling our house was hilarious. So, okay. The first thing is that I asked my best friends in Fresno for the realtor recommendation. Cause I don't know any realtors and my best girlfriends were um, friends that are in this group. I've been playing Mahjong, you know, the, the Chinese <laughs> right. game Mahjong. I've been playing that with a group of friends for about 14 years. And so I asked those friends for their recommendation, but those friends are all Jewish. So my realtor was like, there's a very small Jewish community in Fresno and my realtor was Jewish. So she immediately came in like to see our house for the first time. She's like, beautiful house, but you know, you got a lot of like <laughs> kind of like stuff going on around here. Like, <laughs> come down off the walls. Like you got to take down the shrine in your laundry room and all this. So, so, you know, we kind of like, 
made it a little more generic, but Mary Garden like lived on out in the backyard. And so our house was on the market for a really long time. And more <laughs> more than the story of the Mary Garden is the story of me not wanting to bury the St. Joseph statue because mm. I was so like opposed to going to the store and buying that little plastic St. Joseph that you're supposed to bury in your yard. And sure. it was, it became a battle of wills between St. Joseph and I. <laughs> so the day that we received the offer on our home was a day when I was in New Jersey and I went to visit a St. Joseph shrine in New Jersey. And I basically had like a very stern talking to a St. Joseph, like, really, I know you don't want me to bury that statue. <laughs> and the, then you were silent and you heard the words upside down. I know, facing the street. So we went to the gift shop after like my little visit with St. Joseph and the shrine and the nun handed me this like little novena prayer card. And she said, you know, you need to, I really need to pray this. So I actually went back into the, the chapel and prayed that novena. And I thought, okay, I'm just going to pray this perpetually until we get an offer and we received an offer that day oh, <laughs> so yeah. it was crazy so that is so cool and with the prayer with the first house that we ever bought when we went to go look at it i took a prayer card with me and i slid it under their bookshelf because i didn't want to do the burying thing either so i was like this will be just as good and like when they weren't looking i slid it underneath their bookshelf in their living room because <laughs> you want that house yeah yeah (laughs) yeah so i don't know if the family that um that bought our house is catholic or not but i do know they are now now (laughs) i you know i've been praying for them and it sounds weird to say that like i don't know them but i just pray that they have like as many wonderful memories in that house as we did so and you know it just reminds me that our home is not our house because i love that house i love living there but now i love this tiny little space and because my husband is here and it's just this is our home now. So for the next however long we live here. You guys, is this beautiful. is why Lisa Hendy is one of my favorite people on planet Earth. Just what she just said. She's, <laughs> oh my gosh. Lisa, you're just so great. <laughs> oh, well, I'm blessed. I'm so blessed. So so why I don't we it. line up and let's take a little break and then we'll jump back in. And I've got to share with Lisa three of the gifts that my children are going to unwrap under their Christmas tree because it has to do with her. And so oh. I want to make sure that they're going to be really good gifts. I know they will. I'm just kidding. We'll be right back. I think it's time for a break now. Now back to Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for sticking in through that little interlude. So we got some questions for Lisa Hendy, some things we want to throw at her. I want to talk to her about Christmas gifts, too. But first, you guys, um, if anyone follows this group of folks on Twitter, we see so many references to Hello Kitty from Maria Johnson. You guys, uh, Father Kyle, right? Billy Newton, right? Is am I getting this this team of Hello Kitty right? What the heck is going on? Oh <laughs> Fill in the God. unenlightened non San Rio um, crowd. So, so it <laughs> no. all it all st- started. It's so good. It's so good. It all started because. Um, okay, I'm gonna fangirl out a little bit, but Lisa Hendy accepted a, an invitation to a party at my apartment, and it just made me so happy, right? And so, um, this was during the CNMC um, in 2015. My book had literally just come out, like in the in like the 
48 hour span leading up to this party. So I was treating this party as my private, like some of my, my mentors and my, and my favorite people, the, the people that got me to a place where I wrote a book. Um, and as, a, as our like, oh, hey, look, my book came out party and it's because of people like you. And so um, everyone came over and I served some really great beer and all this and I was preparing. Well, Billy Newton, Father Kyle and I went to the grocery store to go and buy some last minute supplies for the party. And so Billy and I are walking around going, okay, well, we need something sweet to eat. So like, what are we going to get? And Father Kyle is just, he's just like watching us walk around and argue about what kind of like sweet treat we want to get. But Billy and I are walking past this freezer section of Publix at the same time. And we both look at each other because we can't, but this thing catches the corner of our eye. Both of us look at each other and we go, yes, it was a Hello Kitty ice cream cake. <laughs> and we go, we go, yes, this is needed because Lisa Hendy is coming. <laughs> and so, and so like I wait for the big reveal. Like we get through some really great beer. We've got some great snacks and all of this. Lisa, correct me if I'm wrong at any point in this story. But then I'm like, guys, I have the best dessert for us. And I pull it out of the freezer and I said, Lisa Hendy, this cake is for you. And she goes, oh, my goodness, this is awesome. And it's just stuck ever since. And so Billy Newton was there, Father Kyle Schnipple, Father Daryl Millette, um, Steve Nelson, uh, a couple of my other friends and Billy Newton. And so it was, it was just a, a nice crowd of some of the people who've really helped me um, get to a place where I could write a book. And um, some of my favorite people in, in Catholic media, Tommy, if you were in town, man, you would have been there, too. <laughs> um but but like lisa is, is that's pretty much how that went down yeah and the funny thing is that like okay i'm a mom of two sons so i'm the mom who like always has to watch like the movies that she doesn't want to watch there's no pink around or anything like that and so like for somebody to give me my very first hello kitty ice cream cake and really my very first hello kitty anything like billy just saw into my soul a part of me that i never knew was there before <laughs> <laughs> Love you, Billy. And um and Sarah too. And it's like it's so funny because Hello Kitty, like once you get indoctrinated into this, like is everywhere. So now like at least once a week, I think somebody I see something Hello Kitty and like tweets me because she's everywhere, mm -hmm. <laughs> right? And it is everywhere. And it's true. She was like, a... you can go ahead. I was just going to say, I was just hanging out because I follow the Angels, my favorite baseball team ever. And they were like having a Hello Kitty night. And it yeah. was like, come meet Hello Kitty. It's bizarre. Yeah. And, bizarre. And it's been really fun for us because we see Hello Kitty out places. Um, and honestly, every time I see Hello Kitty, I offer a prayer for those people. And and so for me, it's just, it's been a, it sounds so goofy, but just a, a way for me to think of my friends and to always remember to stop and pray for them no matter what I'm doing. Because I see her and I think of the blessings that I have in their friendship. I think that's cool. That is like an ultimate Catholic way to be to like use things like that to prompt you to prayer is really sweet. So like hashtag Hello Kitty, you know. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is that um, it's kind of genius because every time we hashtag Hello Kitty, like with a bunch of Catholic people, we get into the Hello Kitty, you know, thread of people that probably aren't really like the new evangelization. That <laughs> 
yeah. <laughs> right. It goes into like anime Sanrio Twitter yeah. areas. <laughs> exactly. So, so we got fun. another question. What was one of the other questions that we got? We got some questions for Lisa from the internet. Um, one of them website. was, uh, what's your favorite wine? Oh my goodness, Prosecco right now. Um, oh yeah. Isn't that weird? Oh my gosh, so, we are like channeling each other because I'm on that right now too. So Yeah, you know, I don't know what it is. I used to really, really love like a, a good cab. Um, but the older that I get, the more I can't. <laughs> can't drink as much red wine i'm so mm -hmm. mad so um if if i'm out i'll typically order sarah knows this because i always text her and say like here's the beer that i'm drinking so i'll typically (laughs) order you know some kind of a really good beer um that's you know local um or i might order a glass of prosecco so um i love um california chardonnays too so but uh yeah that's it but I'll, usually if you would line up a beer, like uh, some kind of an uh, interesting beer or a glass of wine, I'd probably usually take the beer. So <laughs> You and me both, pal. You and yeah. me both. Uh, let's see. We got, that, we had an, what was the other one? Yeah, there was uh, another good we, one, right? We have two more, two more. Um, what are your favorite devotions? This is a good one. Oh, definitely um, the Angelus. Um, so that's um, really special and dear to my heart. And then um, <laughs> this is going to sound so weird, but I probably play, pray the St. Michael the Archangel prayer like maybe 10 times a day because <laughs> I am like all around the wickedness and snares of the devil sometimes when I'm online. Mm-hmm. And instead of like if I'm really irritated by something that I see on Facebook, for example, like instead of just firing off the snarky remark, remark that's welling up within me, I just try to pray a St. Michael prayer um, because I feel like that we need to be protected against. <laughs> we got to be there because it's important to have our presence in these places and we can't see them over to the darkness. But um, we need to, you know, have some protection around us. So. And the other thing that I do, this is really weird, but it's kind of a Lisa Handy thing. So I spend a lot of time waiting in like waiting areas and lines and stuff like that. And I started figuring out that I'm not really good at praying the rosary, like just sitting down and praying a rosary every day. I wish I could say, oh my gosh, I wake up and say my rosary every day, but I don't. (laughs) But I've turned my many, many instances of waiting into um, a rosary. So what I do is I count the heads of the people in the line in front of me. I'll count like, for example, if I'm waiting in the airport to get on a plane, I'll count like 10 people in front of me. And then I pray, this is so weird. No. <laughs> I, I like pray a rose. I pray the rosary. I pray, pray a decade, like on using those people as like the beads. So I pray for whatever their intention is that's causing them to be traveling that day. Um, and just kind of lift them up, even though I don't know them. And oh my gosh, that sounds weird and stalkerish, but no, it's that's a, so amazing. <laughs> like, it, no, actually, that's so amazing. It, it works in grocery store lines and other places like that where you have to wait. Um, and I actually find now that I don't, I used to be so impatient about waiting. And now I can just kind of like relax into it and realize, okay, that this is. Um, and those people have no idea that somebody is praying for them, but it's just one of the things that I do. So I love that for There's whatever that. intention this person is buying this papaya. Yeah. <laughs> Here our prayer. Or do they really, really need to forget their pin 10 times in a row? You know, like, just, yeah. 
but it's um, good when you get to heaven someone will be like thank you that was weird <laughs> but i really appreciate it now <laughs> i try not to look at them when i'm doing it because sometimes i think I'll, I'll notice that you know if i'm in a like in a sitting situation and I'm waiting like at a doctor's office or something and I'm waiting and I'm, I try not to like stare at them while I'm praying because <laughs> I think that's kind of weird, but that's it. Those are mine. Unless Big it's question. a mental health office, probably that would be. A <laughs> yeah. Let's see. We have one last question. Um, best productivity tip, favorite productivity tool or app. Oh, well, my best productivity tip is that no matter how busy I am, I have to start my day with my morning prayer. And, uh, and, and so the days when I think, oh, I'm too busy, like I can't do it today, it doesn't, things do not go well. So um, we have um, this wonderful thing on CatholicMom.com that we begin every day with the daily gospel reflection. So for me, even if I don't do any other parts of my morning prayer, I always pray the daily gospel Um pray it and read it in my Bible. And I actually went so far as to buy myself like this little tiny travel Bible that I can carry around with me. So I actually read it in the real Bible. And then I take that daily reflection um, from Catholic mom. And I use that um, to kind of lead me into a little bit of journaling time. And um, I'd say good morning prayer time is the best productivity tip, because if we really start our day by giving our day to God, and saying, just no matter what happens today, Lord, I know you're with me. I know you'll give me what you need. I'm giving you my yes. Um, then, you know, the day my to-do list doesn't always get accomplished, but hopefully God's will does for that day. So that's it. Very cool. Something um, more practical than that is that I would die without Evernote. Um, so um, <laughs> my life is in Evernote and uh, it's really, really, really like my biggest kind of go-to. That and anything Google. So. Do we get paid for that? Do we get <laughs> I need a bell to ring. Ding. More storage yeah. space. Yeah, for every endorsement. Yeah. <laughs> so Lisa, there's going to be three Chime Travelers books wrapped up under our tree. Yeah. Um, I know. The first two were incredible hits. And we kind of started them before my oldest knew how to read really well. But I think this time he's probably going to be able to like trudge through them himself. So we're super excited, right? We're like uh, St. Francis, St. Clair and the Nativity. Is that what we're doing? Yeah. So books um, three and four, Francis and Claire. So Patrick, uh, it, for people that maybe don't know about Chime Travelers, this is my job. There's nobody that doesn't series. know about Chime yeah, Travelers. There's Come a on. lot of people, Tommy. There's a lot of people that don't know about it. Actually, so this is so hipster, but there's this like dad band that lives kind of near you up in Northern California and their, their name is the Chime Travelers. And you know, uh, I they, think one time when I tweeted about I, Chime Travelers, I put a picture of that band up there a long time ago. Because <laughs> when you Google it, they're like the first thing that comes I know. Up. And they're and they're in the meantime, they're, they're going, what is going on with this lady who's co-opted our hashtag? But, um, you know, this is my, my book books about, um, these kids who time travel to the lives of different Catholic saints. So book three is St. Francis, who's just awesome. Book before I'll admit that I wasn't very psyched when the publisher said, we really want you to write about St. Claire of Assisi. And I was thinking, oh, she's so boring. She never did anything but pray. Oh my gosh. <laughs> that is 
like was such a fun book to write and and i can't wait for your kids to read it and then book five is amazing it's the holy family so patrick and katie chime travel together and land on this dusty road to bethlehem and are greeted by this donkey and they go along with mary and joseph and they're with them actually all the way into the flight into egypt so you get the whole kind of infancy narratives um in this chime traveling and i, I tried to stay really close to um Luke one and two and, you know, two scripture, of course, as close as you can get with still time traveling children, (laughs) redheaded redheaded twins into the story. But um, really for me, like this Christmas has been so special because writing that book really took me so deeply into kind of Lexio of the scriptures. And what I want for the kids when they read it is that they can imagine, you know, they can imagine when they look at their nativity scene at home or when they're sitting there on Christmas, hearing the gospel you know, exactly, you know, what it would feel like if they were there with baby Jesus. So I'm, I love that. Yeah. I have to say that I think the first two, which are St. Patrick and St. Kateri, it was so great. And here's the reasons why it was so great. Number one, it made these saints like normal people. I think they were like super accessible. And I think for the kids, that was really, really cool to, because it's like when we talk about saints, we talk about St. Francis, we're talking about how he tamed the wolf in Gubbio or something, right? Like yeah. these like crazy epic stories and to have them interact with the kids, especially like the St. Patrick one I'm thinking of where he was just, you know, it was like, you didn't even know it was St. Patrick in the beginning kind of, which was so cool. Uh, especially for my kids to find out. The other thing that I think was really cool is that they're so obviously, but they're so Catholic. Yeah, you use words like narthex. I know, and there's (laughs) nothing you read, right? It's like people are going to adoration and talking about confession and it's slipped in like sort of casually, but just makes our experience in our day-to-day life. It's like, hey, look, the weird things that we do every day are in this book and these two kids that you were like and their family, they also do that. Uh, I think that's just such a cool thing because being Catholic is weird, um, even with the more normal things like when we're like, sorry, you got to put on a jacket because me and mom have to go to confession today while every other kid is just sitting around watching cartoons. It's so nice to like have that portrayed in a book. So I'm super excited. Um, Also, my six year old turning seven is like mega obsessed or was mega obsessed with um, Magic Treehouse. That series. He read like all 55 books in, in you know the summer and i think this is like it's like catholic magic treehouse really yeah right? you know like, what I, it, okay? it's been it's been an, that for sure because actually that was definitely part of my inspiration is like why don't we have something like this because the saints if you're going to write books about history you know the saints are the most amazing superheroes we have and it's just been so fun to get a, i do these school visits so mostly by skype um you know every classroom now has these smart boards which are so awesome and and so i just go out to schools and and visit with the kids and their teachers about um the fact that they're saints in the making and that they you know are storytellers too so we talk about the saints and about writing and reading and it's a quick half hour visit but the kids at the end of every session i always have them do like a Q&A with me and their questions are precious and adorable and so insightful. And, you know, I'm so confident about um, the place of our, our children to lead us closer to Jesus. And um, they're just amazing. So 
And if I was, if I could do one thing to improve the gospels, which I wouldn't, but if I could, adding time traveling would probably be the thing. So you did a great job. You did a really great job. You know, just, you just, I'll just ask your listeners, would you just pray for this project? Because there's been some, some trials involved in it. And I, I want this to be a gift to families um, like yours, Tommy. And um, so I just hope that um, we do a good job of getting the word out. And, and I appreciate your letting me share about it. Yeah, it's super fantastic. Hey, so Lisa, we all hip, my friends with seat? kids, I give them your books. So. Oh, you're the best, Sarah. My, my goddaughter, <laughs> who is only um, about 11 months old, she, she, she has all of them already. So yeah, nice. you better believe it. You know, she might she might still be a baby and just learning how to walk, but she has all the Chime Travelers books. So. Oh, that's that's the best. And, you know, I hope that um, people understand that this is something that like a lot of research, it's kind of, a, you know, you guys are both writers, so you know the amount of work that goes into writing um, and the amount of research to write a legit kids book and to be, you know, fair to them, but also fun and entertaining like that is a challenge so it's well, you knock a, it out of the park you know well it out of the park, and sure. the nice thing is that like for so for example with saint patrick you know i just basically took his confessio his his autobiography and like transcribed it into modern day words and stuck twins in the middle of it so we we have a lot from the saints that kind of forms the foundation of these so it's been such a fun project Oh, so awesome. Thank you for thank you for doing this project. So we got to put her on the hipster hot seat because she's got, you know, movie premieres to attend and Whole Foods, <laughs> Whole Foods markets to walk to and, you know, beaches to stare at. So let's put Lisa Hendy on the Catholic hipster hot seat sponsored by St. Lawrence. Uh, and we are going to pepper questions at you. It goes fast. So answer quickly. Get Don't even ready. think. Just answer. Yeah, get ready. <laughs> You want to go first? Sure. All right. So this is a, a, a question <laughs> I ask every single, every single guest. Salt or no salt on your margarita? Salt. Bingo. Favorite saint? Therese. Right now. Ooh. Ooh. Therese of Lysium, to be clear. <laughs> she knew you were talking about oh, her. Yeah. <laughs> uh, taco or burrito? Taco. Street. Corn. <laughs> all right thanks she is answering quickly <laughs> all right you're on a desert island and you can only bring one book from your gigantic library of books with you and you're sitting there what do you bring the bible oh come on lisa <laughs> I'm curious. If, I couldn't bring, if i couldn't bring the bible then i would bring the catechism because it has a lot of the bible in it well, if you were alone on a deserted island, I think you'd be okay. You you wouldn't be like breaking too many mortal sins, I hope. <laughs> go ahead, Sarah. Oh, you're oh, up. Oh, no, my turn. Oh, this you is guys, happening. You do so know fast. that that's going to happen to me when I go on Survivor, right? So. Wait, wait, wait. Are you going to go on Survivor? You want to go on Survivor? Time out. Pause, pause. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I have my video all turned in and everything. So. Wait, for real? Yeah. I'm just waiting for Jeff Probst to give me a call. So this we need to start great. a campaign to get this taken. Oh yeah, no, it's going. Totally, I'm ready, dude. <laughs> oh man, it would be this so great like... for the Catholic faith. Like, oh my gosh! I, actually, Chapter Eight of the Grace of Yes has my has a letter to, oh, to yeah. Mark Burnett and Jeff Probst in it. So that is so awesome. That is the That's most awesome heart, thing. So. Probably be the first the first uh, voted off, but I will be there. So someday as you walk off Mark you just my say, words. all for jesus all right yeah, take care everybody exactly. 
<laughs> okay, besides Evernote, if you had to, you couldn't delete this app off your phone or you would literally die, what's the other app that you would keep on there? Twitter. Really? That's great. That's so great. Sarah? That, yeah, that's... Um, Throw I'm, something I'm, I'm taking that in. I'm A tough one. That in. Oh, uh, you're taking that in? <laughs> yeah. Oh, I got it. Favorite gospel story? Ooh. Oh, it's got to be, you know, right now, I just say that it's um, the visitation of Mary to Elizabeth mm. because I just love that interaction between the two of them. I love um, I love the Annunciation, too, but just the whole the whole uh, pre-Jesus birth stuff going on is is uh, significant to me. Favorite restaurant in Fresno? Let's hear it. <laughs> For anybody who's in Fresno, I know we have yeah. at least one person on Twitter who might be listening to this who lives near Fresno. It's got to so. be definitely Casa Corona on Bullard and West. Um, yeah, definitely. Can you ring the bell? Ding, Casa Corona, please. <laughs> yes. Send your enchiladas. <laughs> you got uh, anything else, Sarah? Best beer you've ever had. Whoa, oh, you better say the one Sarah made at that Hello Kitty no, party. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, Oh, gosh. Well, you know, it's got to be Guinness wherever I am that my mm -hmm. son is playing Irish music. I've drunk a lot of Guinness. You know, my Adam does. Um, he plays traditional Irish music. And so we spend a lot of time sitting in pubs listening to him play music. And I'm, I'm just a, I really like a nice Guinness um, lingering with his music in the background. So. Yeah. Oh, you can't that beat that. Too sweet. Let's end it. That's too good. Yeah. That's too nice. <laughs> so Lisa great. Handy, you're off the hipster hot seat. Turn you over. You're done. Is that what he okay. said? That's what yeah, he said, right? Something like, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Same quote. Lisa, where can people find you on websites and places? So um I'm all over social media at Lisa Hendy. It's my last name is H E N D E Y, not Henley or Hendrix. <laughs> oh, there's a little bit of there's a little bit of history behind that. <laughs> um and you know, everyone, whether you're a mom or not, you're always welcome at CatholicMom.com as Tommy was. That's true. And uh so definitely come see us over there and yeah i just um and if anybody wants to know about chime traveler since we mentioned it we have a website up at chimetravelerkids.com don't go to the chime <laughs> although i'm sure their music is just fine yeah exactly <laughs> unless you want like hits of the 80s played by two dads um yeah so chimetravelerkids.com and those school visits that i mentioned um to bring me to your homeschooling group or your religious ed classroom or um to your living room to skype with your kids it's um lisa at catholicmom.com to set that up it's free and fun yay so. super cool no you did great we weren't it wasn't silence because you didn't do great you were fantastic <laughs> <laughs> no i'm so grateful to you guys and i would stay on forever but i have a super hipster thing to do today because the pauline sisters here in la and um, in culver city are having a catholics in media mass and breakfast this morning for advent so Heck, i'm yeah. getting awesome. off of that so yeah so well, it's just one of yeah, the many awesome them. ways to be like catholic here in la so <laughs> so i'll be with some <laughs> hipster nuns this morning cool. and i'll tell them that you guys said hi yes please thank you that's we, so cool have a wonderful day it was, they're the best yeah they're out here too in redwood city 
city. We've made a we've made a pilgrimage to their bookstore literally just because they're so awesome. Um, so thanks, Lisa. It was so cool to talk to you. And if anybody's ever like Lisa Hendy's way up here and we're down here, I just want to share that she has the same knot in her uh, earbuds that I have on mine. She can't get the <laughs> knot undone. So <laughs> she's just like everyone else. <laughs> funny. Yeah. Well, I'm so glad that I had time with you guys, and I just keep up the good work because you're just doing so much to share um, in really special ways what a light you are to people and and how awesome God is. So go Catholic Epster. There you go. Have a great day, Lisa. Thanks Thanks, again. Thanks, Lisa. Thanks, guys. Bye. Now back to All right, everybody. I don't know about you, but that that podcast. Oh, my gosh. This has been such a great episode. Um, Unfortunately, like all good things, they come to an end. So we're we're closing out today's podcast. But big, big thanks to Lisa Hendy um, for joining us today to talk about all of her really great work. And and that's really only a, a small piece of some of the amazing things that she does. So thanks for sending questions to us this week. Um, And just really excited about um, some of the future guests that we have on. So, Tommy, I know you and I have both been scheduling some pretty cool people. So everyone should yeah. stick around for us. Hang in there, people. <laughs> <laughs> um, but both people who are like Lisa, who are well known. And, and you know, uh, since this is the Catholic Hipster podcast, we've we, we, we bring in people that that are on their way up to, you know, that we can just affirm and and, and grow this community um, as, as Catholics um, that we're, we're we're all in this together, trying t- to grow closer to Jesus and 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 evangelize the people so they can get closer to Jesus as well. But, um, Tommy, it is Christmas, man. Can you believe it? Heck yeah. I'm so excited. So excited. It is a wonderful time of year, but I cannot believe that it is a week from like now is Christmas Eve. It's crazy. I, I just can't even explain how excited I am. It's so much fun. <laughs> Christmas time with kids is the most incredible thing ever. Uh, you know, I, I hope to one day experience that, but for now I'll just, uh, take a trip to New York to just do Christmas because New York. Yeah. Enjoy sleeping in too. enjoy your sleeping in. (laughs) Yeah. Sleeping in doesn't happen super often for me because I'm just, you know, like you, like when you're in your thirties, like, I mean, I guess I started doing it in my late twenties though. Like when you wake up for work at a certain time every day, your body is like on the weekend. Like, what are you doing? What a weekend thing that you want to sleep past six 30 (laughs) AM. What are you talking about? Um, but, uh, but yeah, oh my goodness. But, Thanks for spending time with us, um, everybody. And, and Tommy, thanks for putting up with my nonsense. It's been real. Same to you. You can find me on Twitter at the GH is silent. You have the best That's Twitter probably. handle. No, my wife does. Hers is better. Than oh, mine. yeah. And Jennifer Fulweiler called that out this week. I know. It was awesome. I know. <laughs> I, was, I loved it as I heard her phone going like, put it a ding, put it a ding. I was like, ha <laughs> So good. So good. You guys can find me on Twitter at Catholic Drinky. Um, or at my never-updated website, CatholicDrinky.com. <laughs> Take care, everybody. Thanks for joining us. God bless. That was I, funny. <laughs> it's, I mean, I'm actually working on redesigning the website because it's kind of oh, driving cool. me crazy. That's fun. Um, I'm I'm probably like 75% of the way there. So nice. although although I'm considering like abandoning and starting over again because I'm like eh, some of this is going to be a pain in the butt for my for me to update. So do I really want to do this?
Thank you for listening to Breadbox Media. Find more about us at breadboxmedia.com.